Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Steam Forward podcast. As always, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is Pastor Joanne Wilson, and she's going to share her experience about design in the fashion industry, as well as being a business owner, as well as being a pastor of a church. So please help me welcome Pastor Joanne. Hello, how you doing? I'm good. You're good? Thank you for having me. I'm yes. so excited. Listen, we always think if Pastor Linda is referring us to somebody, they're like an honorary guest, and we're just so oh. excited, <laughs> and we get to learn so much about people in Pastor Linda's life. So, Pastor Joanne, give us some background. Where are you from? Are you originally from Miami? Oh, I love this question because of my, you know, I'm not, I guess I'm, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but <laughs> oh, you'll understand when we get to the word of the Yeah. So I am from Brooklyn originally okay. and um, specifically the Fort Greene area. You know, when you're in New York, you need to be specific because yeah. it's different things. That's right. And, um, but I did grow up, so I spent some time growing up here in South Florida mm-hmm. in Kendall. Yeah. Oh, shout wow. out to Kendall yeah. before it was like whatever it is yeah, today yeah, right yeah. <laughs> and so, so were you here for a specific reason our family just lived here yeah family lived here we came from a, uh, a, when i was born in in new york um actually my mom came so that citizenships should be like right. she's just my mom's just forward thinker like, in what country she, is she from so we're haitian Okay. And at the time, though, right before we were living in, well, she was living in Zaire, mm-hmm. Kinshasa, mm-hmm. and which is now the Republic of Congo. Right. And so when she was pregnant, you know, when she got pregnant, she was like, okay, we're going to go to New York to make yeah. sure that, you know. We can get that citizenship. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? <laughs> and then I grew up um, until, like, taught baby till about mm-hmm. four, I, I lived in Kinshasa. Love that. What's your favorite Haitian dish? Oh, what is my favorite Haitian dish? A lot of people get mad at me because when moving to Miami, a lot of people are like, oh, Jamaican food. I think, personally, Haitian food is top-tier Caribbean food. Ever since I moved here, and people get so mad at me, but I love Haitian food. I think the differentiator, like, not biased, right? But I guess, like, I am biased, but (laughs) yeah, it's just the flavor. See, Haitian is characterized, Haitian food is characterized by slow cooking. And when you slow cook something, the flavors just do what they do and they sit and there's marinade. Like, it takes days to make dinner. Yes, (laughs) it does. Hours, days. Exactly. (laughs) And so that affects, like, the layers and the complexity of flavor. And so when I talk about, when I think about my favorite dish, um, I love lambi mm-hmm. and lambi is, is conch and like, Ooh. you know, and that's just, just the, and I love the way mom does it. Not everybody does it the same, mm-hmm. you know, that's always the thing. Uh, lambi is so delicate because if you overcook it, it becomes rubbery. So you yeah. have to have the right, you, you know, I love it because of its intention. It's like the love that goes into creating something for somebody else. That well, speaking of created, give us some background of where you went to school, what you studied. Yes, so I went to the Maryland Institute College College of Art, and it's known as MICA Mm -hmm. uh, for short. And so, um, I went there. It's a four year university art school, like straight up an art school, Uh, one of the most prestigious. Definitely has been on the top three 
in the entire country for uh, art studies and, okay. um, mm-hmm. you know, Parsons, those kind you know, the, the, it's in that caliber. Yeah. And um, it's in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And so I majored in fine art mm-hmm. with a concentration in design, graphic design to be specific. Mm-hmm. And graphic design um, is about uh, the study and the the crafting of image and typography. Yeah. The, the base of, of graphic design is typography, mm-hmm. which I love so much. And it's the study of letter form uh, and words. And so um, that, and it's interesting that now as a pastor, mm-hmm. what we do is yeah. so much surrounded around words. And yes. so I, I love how God just weaves everything together and nothing is wasted in yeah. my uh, in my background and in my studies yeah. because it's so relevant to what right. I do today. I love that. You also said you studied in London. Yes. So um, so it's Micah and then I did a, an abroad. Uh, I was in uh, in London, uh, London College of Fashion, all, more specifically Central St. Martin's. Yeah. And that they're most known for fashion. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is when I went there, I didn't necessarily go there for fashion. I didn't know what a what a uh, a place and the um the t- the people that mm-hmm. had come through London uh, Central St Martins yeah. in the industry. Stella McCartney is probably one of the yeah. more famous um, graduates of there, and it's just known as the place where yeah. Alexander McQueen. I mean, this is like where the great in fashion came through and yeah. so just walking through those halls and being a part of that environment i love that so you were like at fashion week and all that fun stuff yeah i love i snuck that. into fashion week <laughs> yes. let me tell the truth shame the devil i snuck into listen i said i'm getting in and i just well no, you have I, to you know you're in london absolutely you know i think um throughout my life i just yeah, let me not even. Say <laughs> but I have found my way yes. into places because I was like, I belong here, whether yeah. you Hello. know it or not. Hello. I belong in here, and so yes, it was one of those Love moments. That. And so now you have created. Uh, is it called Created Out of Love? Cool Creative. So Cool is yeah. the brand C O O L, and it stands for Create Out of Love. Mm-hmm. That is the our business arm. So that's the the clothing line, the design business. Yeah. That's that brand. And then once we ventured on the mission of uh, planting a church, yeah. and here goes my husband's like, guess what the name's going to be? Cool <laughs> church. And I'm like, yeah. what? We can't do that. Yeah. I come from a heavy branding background. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was at the biggest branding mm-hmm. agencies and worked on worldwide brand. You just don't do that. Yeah, because there is um, something called brand cannibalization. Yeah. And people, you know, it's like, when one brand eats the other in a, in a way, and so it can become competitive, con- confusing, yeah. Yeah. and competing. Yes, and so when he told me that at first, I was like, "We can't, that's not gonna work." Yeah. And I prayed, and God was like, "Give me the brand, yeah, and I'm gonna grow it bigger than yeah. you ever imagined." Yeah, and so I I gave him the brand, and, and he's just been growing it. So on the business side, it's create out of love on the uh, on the ministry side, it's created out of love. love. So one talks about origin and one is about the activity and the yeah. application. I love that. So what? Did, so how did you come up with COOL, the acronym? 
we when we were developing the the um the brand and you know we when we first talk, thought about it it was a creative business what do we want to call it mm-hmm. and um i wish i remember exactly why but i do remember when we landed on the acronym and of course uh, my husband terrence wilson who is the lead pastor and also son of this house yes. and my daughter. Yes, exactly. But, um, <laughs> we tend to argue who came up with the acronym to create out yeah. of love. And I I, I take the credit, yeah. but he'll be like, no, that came from me. Yeah. So who knows? Only God knows who yeah. came up with and it here, first. It's here yes. now. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so yeah. how long have you been married? Um, it ha- oh gosh, why would you ask oh, me that? I'm oh, always the one that I- does it. No, <laughs> oh Lord, to we got married in 2007. Seven. Yes, so there you go. So, um, you do the math. So yeah. about like, so seven to seven ten. We're almost. Listen, we're gonna have to so edit about out sixteen this part, years. About Lord sixteen Jesus years. <laughs> <laughs> about sixteen years. Yes. And where did you meet him? In art school at, at Micah, yes, at I Maryland Institute College. But like literally off the bat, we I said, did he landed there? Yeah, he oh. was sweating me. And, uh, hello. Like, okay, I guess. Yeah. I said, I only let you I chase guess. so long. Yes. <laughs> you know, I acted like I ain't like him, but really. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so was he studying the same thing as you? <laughs> no, he's illustration major. So, so he likes to yes. draw. Yes, so he's an in- incredible draftsman and... Mm-hmm. He went on to get his master's as well, his master's degree. So we, uh, the the foundation is uh, fine arts, and then yeah. you kind of do your branch. Your split, yeah. Got it. And so when, so you guys have uh, the clothing brand together. Yeah. And you just went, so when did you establish that? What year? That was in, um, you are getting me today. I'm sorry. 2012. <laughs> wow. Yes. Okay. So we did that, and then the fashion came um in 2017 mm-hmm. so uh it started where he was drawing he drew these yeah. uh, iconic people in history people like malcolm max it's uh, really awesome okay yeah. yeah correct you know just these people that are known mm-hmm. for a uh, social justice or where they um have utilized their platforms right. to uh change culture to speak about things that matter yeah. And so he was drawing them as a way to um, to teach our daughter, who's in this place today. Yeah. Shout out to my baby girl, <laughs> Valencia. Um, she, so he was like, he wanted a, a fun way to kind of teach her about these people. Mm-hmm. And I love the drawings. I put them on shirts and put them on uh, social media. And I was like, let's see if they sell. Because, you know, that's just what we going to yeah. do. We don't try mystery. to. You know. <laughs> It's That's more relevant know, today right? than we exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. So we were already so imagine, you know, we're doing this. We have these icons and um, and all of this already developed. And then it went from shirts to jackets. The jackets is where it really took off yeah. um, because celebrities gravitated towards it. And, and that's where people really started to mm-hmm. get to know us. And so when fast forward to, the, you know, summer 2020, when everything was like, crazy nutty but you know change requires some some shaking and shifting Mm -hmm. and attention and all of that all that after that yeah so we were already positioned we had years behind you know we we had already established ourselves Mm -hmm. as a uh, brand um, specifically in fashion uh, as it relates to this 
fashion that that was conscious, that had a message, that talked about justice, that yeah. talked about hope and love and just all these things that people were, you know, crying and fighting for in in a time that was so divisive and uh, hate was at the at the center of everything and we had to break it. You know, people were 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 ultimately protesting against, you know, those messages. Yeah. And so we were already there. there. Yeah. And so we went, you know, we were like killing yeah. it. Yeah, I think like as I guess you could say our people, if we just remember the root of who we are, yeah. it's always there. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes that's hard to kind of live in that and walk in that. Mm-hmm. But I think being Christian, we realize that you are who you are. Yeah. God created you yeah. the way that you're supposed to be. So I, I think love. your message is just clear. Yeah. You are created out of love. Exactly. Love that. It talks about where, especially like, in this time where everybody's, de- you know, defining and redefining mm-hmm. themselves and uh, claiming all types of titles and and um, and pronouns and just a lot of stuff, and I think it all comes from, you know, uh, I, I, there's a lot of confusion yeah. baked in that. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, and um, and so with that, I think confusion comes from a lack of of knowing who you are. Yeah. And so that's what God offers us is true identity. Absolutely. So that we're, you know, identifying with what we're not. Yeah. And and fall into that, you know, conversation of confusion. Pop so culture, much- though. I think yeah. That is the need to like, I need to fit in. Like, yeah. this is what they're doing. So now I need to create that as my identity. Yeah. And clearly, it's not working for, yeah. for a lot of people because not to say look at their life, but like look at how life is turning out for you that you've just really clung to something that's not who you are. Yeah. And I think even coming from the I- islands is sometimes your parents create identities for yourself mm-hmm. and you're really trying to figure out like, where do I fit in? Like my parents have labeled me this, but I actually hate this. I know a lot of people are like, my parents wanted me to be in middle school. Well, every uh, person that's sound on this podcast is from yeah. the islands. My parents wanted me to be a lawyer in medical school and they're of all course. like creative and like doing like all these creative things. And I think it's just so funny how you can't cling to a label. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it th- there's nothing wrong with a parent. Yeah. You know, um, forecasting. Absolutely. Or, you know, um, trying to because really what they're saying, you know, those the doctor, lawyer, those things. Mm-hmm. Those are, it's not specifically those particular things, but they associate those things with success. They associate those particular careers with um, the highest Mm -hmm. form of work. Yeah. Right. And so what what are they really saying? That they want us to be our best. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think um, a lot of times we're so focused as as young as children, right? Of uh, about like rejecting what our parents may be saying. Hey, I want you to be this, but really get to the core of what the heart of it. The heart of it is that your parents want you to succeed. They want yeah. you to win. They want you to do their do your best mm-hmm. and be the best. So that, that be. exactly and and I I you know there's so much resistance sometimes uh, against uh, parenthood, but it's like really like. Yeah. Understand really where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I think it's hard as a kid. Uh, the, of course. The past person that was sitting here, I said something and he goes, 
can you tell her that? Because if you said it to her, she'll listen to you, but she exactly. don't listen to us. Yeah, they, they resist where it comes from. Yeah. My gosh, I love where we're going. Just wait till we get to our word. I'm like so hyped because that is important. Like yeah. where the information comes from yeah. matters. Right? Absolutely. Yes. And so speaking of being a mother, can you tell us kind of your journey with mother, motherhood yeah. and Baba yeah. and all that great stuff? I love my baby girl. We, um, you know, Valence, it's interesting because uh, as we're talking about what our parents want us yeah. to be and everything, we've never forced or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or tried to um, necessarily, we forecast, we're like, well, we see this potential, Absolutely. we see this gift, this talent. Mm -hmm. um, what's interesting is that it, she has a gift in um, in art and creativity, which is <laughs> like, whoa, and um, yeah. no matter, you could they can fight it, mm -hmm. but, you know, where you're at, like, who you are does transfer to your children, too, Absolutely. and their environment informs uh, their direction. Mm -hmm. And so if she ends up in a creative uh, field, yay. But, uh, you know, I think we the most successful pe people are creative wherever they are. Absolutely. Because creativity and being... Uh, uh, quote unquote creative is not necessarily about oh I draw so well or dance so well or say it's um creativity is defined as a problem solver mm -hmm. and you could be a creative doctor a creative banker a creative yeah. lawyer a creative yeah. uh, uh uh maintenance person yeah I think creativity is an activity it is also part of a of a characteristic mm -hmm. um and so I I love that uh, that yes, there are specific vocations that are that are ident that are more you know overtly I guess they could say creative, but again, I think you can bring that. I think it's such a powerful skill to have mm -hmm. in any um, yeah. wherever you end up because I think it's a differentiator. Yeah, it di it differentiates you from another person and it helps you to think differently. Yeah, and so I think that. You know, uh, problem solving is something you'll always need. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I say creative people always have. I'm I'm a big person. If you have a complaint, well, what's the solution? Yeah. And so what I've learned with working with super creative people is they always have great solutions and they always have multiple solutions. Yeah, I love. And that. so that's like the amazing thing about people who are creative. It's not that. I'm stuck in this idea or this way of thinking, but yes. my brain and just what's instilled in me has so much more yes. that I can bring to the table. Yes. So that's why I, I absolutely agree. Creative is just problem solving. Yeah. And just saying, well, what else can we do? Absolutely. And I love the thought that if you see the problem, then you <laughs> you are you have the answer yeah. in you. Yeah. And so it's about drawing those answers yeah. out of you. Yeah. And yeah, seeing it and identifying says that yo, you're the one that 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 was given. I believe that we're given those yes. things so that we can in turn mm -hmm. change those things. They're also yeah, you're flexible and you're able to. The world is ever changing, and you're able to kind of keep up with like all these things that the world kind of throws at you. And you're like, wait a minute, I know where I know where I'm at, but I know how to bring a solution to this now reoccurring mm -hmm. problem. So that's awesome. And so how old is Valencia? Valencia is a teen right now, <laughs> officially. No more kids menus for her. <laughs> she gets 
so annoyed when the, the when the waitress or waiters gives her the kid menu. She's like, it's not enough food, oh, mom. Right. Yeah. yeah. So she is a 13-year-old, and she's incredible. I love mm-hmm. seeing her potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing her just be uh, who she is, and, and she's still d- developing it and yeah. um, seeing her grow and yeah. be confident. Absolutely. That's a big thing, you know, trying to instill in her confidence. It's hard. So, yeah, especially where there's so many other people trying to define her and trying to pull her in a in an in a in another direction but i wanted to be so sure in insecure in who she is yeah. so she doesn't have to be so concerned with fitting in yeah and changing who she is to be around certain people it's like yeah. you can be who you are and have friends yeah. or what why can't you be the one that influences mm-hmm. you know that's a real big thing we're teaching the kids too at yeah. our youth ministry here is like you can be the party star like you can yes. be the person that yes. starts it yeah and i think that they're having a hard time with that of course it it you know that is is that not what yes. youth is yes. right <laughs> that's what it is and so the more um we can empower her i think empowering is like giving her things mm-hmm. to need and so even things like uh, we have dogs Tupac and Coco. I love like that. that would be such a cool brand. <laughs> so, um, and so they're they're her responsibilities that mm-hmm. we've intentionally given her. She has to feed them. She has to bring them to, to use the restroom. She has to make sure they're good. Mm-hmm. So that's not because we don't want to. It's because we're trying to give her something to to be a lead responsibility. Responsibility yeah. ultimately take care of because that's the leader. It's like you are the one that's taking care of whatever it is that's been given to you what a right. fun responsibility to have yeah, that right <laughs> doesn't love dogs yes so, so well, sometimes that's when you have to clean up less <laughs> after them right or when they're like acting crazy you're like calm down a little yeah, bit exactly so you are pastor joanne wilson and as yes. you said you're a sister of this house and what she means by that is trinity church one of our sponsors um you have been at trinity church before you launched your own church for how long? Yes. Um, ooh. Long, long time. Uh, maybe seven years, yeah. somewhere around that. Maybe a little longer. Yeah. But yeah. And Pastor T, your husband, yeah, he grew was, up here. He grew up in this house. Yeah. And so I'm really, yeah. I love that. And yeah, so I just came right in the fold and yeah. felt like family right away. So I'm, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were about five years ago, launched out of Trinity Church yeah. to go start their own church. Yeah. So tell us how that experience has been. And yeah. You being basically a lead pastor yep. for a congregation of people. Of course. And I didn't go to seminary or anything. This right. was way not. This was yeah. the farthest thing from my mind. And mm-hmm. I know Terrence would also echo that sentiment that he, th- this was not a plan or yeah. this was something that we anticipated. But, you know, you go where God calls you. Absolutely. Right. And so. Specifically, we were sent to plant a church in Miramar, which mm-hmm. is about 20 minutes away from here. Mm-hmm. And um, and Miramar just so happens to be a place where um, I lived when I was <laughs> in high school yeah. and, and also part of middle school. And I was just like mortified because <laughs> I didn't I I thought I would never come back to Miramar yeah. specifically. Yeah. Miramar was a place that was associated with pain for me because that's where 
my parents uh, got divorced yeah. and there was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of brokenness that I associated with this place. Yeah. So it's interesting that God sends us back to this place where I associated the brokenness yeah. of my family. And now our mission is to build strong families, to build strong futures. Right. So what was once a place of brokenness is where God is building up families yeah. um, in the city. So I yeah. love how poetic and how beautiful um, and how God just weaves everything yeah. together and that nothing is wasted in his kingdom. No experience, no um, nothing that we go through is by accident, yeah. you know, and um and I don't, I, I tend to avoid, I used to say, why me a lot, you know, that thought of like, why is this happening to me? And it's like, no, it's like, why not you? Yes, absolutely. I, absolutely. And he redeems everything and he uses everything for us to ultimately grow the kingdom and for us to walk in our calling and purpose in that. Yeah. And so I'm like, thank you. It was me. Because how powerful is it that we have turned a place that was broken for me in my heart and my mind, and now it's a place of growth, a healing, mm -hmm. of of restoration. Your pain is your testimony. Yeah, is what I tell people sometimes. I always say the Holy Spirit works in the craziest way. Yeah, because when you're going through it, the why me, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, why me? Why is this my life? But the reality is the Holy Spirit is so intentional that they use pain, they use trials, they use tribulations, they use the valley as people, as the Bible states. And it's like, but on the other side of it, when you go back and you're like, well, I needed that because yeah. then it wouldn't be this now. And we don't have to be scared of the places that uh, brought us so much pain mm -hmm. and that we can confront the pain. We can confront the hard things. Yeah, because that's where God is going to be able to birth something so new. Absolutely. Um, even I think about the word birth even. Right. Mm -hmm. And how like, you know, in order for something to be created or to come into mm -hmm. fruition, there has to be pain that happened. Yeah. In that. Even as an artist, um, there is pain when I'm looking and staring at a blank screen or a blank canvas and I have to fight through my fear. I have to fight through my tiredness I have to fight through my doubt my fear of yeah. what could be and what the end result is gonna is it gonna be good enough what are they gonna think and all of that so did you feel like maybe it was kind of like you were carrying because I know hurt can also bring a lot of shame like yeah. this is not the testimony I want for my life I don't really want to share this with other people I don't really want to deal with this like did you kind of feel like that's kind of the place that you I mean, there was shame in, yeah. involved in it. It's like, okay, why does this have to be yeah. my, my, my story. family, mm -hmm. my story, my all that? Um, of course, as you're, you're uh, you know, this happened when I was um, in, I was 15. I was two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Terrible. And, and I didn't understand. And then, of course, here's the worst part is when you start attaching false narratives to what happened when it's like, you are not the cause of this. Mm -hmm. This is not this. Like you're unfortunately you were caught in the crosshairs of it all. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is not because of anything that you did or what you deserve. And I would do things like, you know, compare my life with other people's. Like, why don't I have a life? Yeah. Why doesn't my family look like that? Or why was I cursed with this? Mm -hmm. And so you start to victimize yourself and 
speak that language. Man, words are so powerful. Absolutely. And so I used to speak those things out about myself. And then I started to have this or let this uh, spirit of rejection. It just sat there because it's like, oh, my parents didn't want me or I, you know, I, I didn't have you know, that there must have been something wrong with me for this, yeah. to, for all of this to happen. And you just start creating narrative. Yeah. Which is why it's so important to read the best narrative Listen. in the entire human existence. That's the word of God because yeah. it gives you language for truth. Yeah. And we're creating our own truth based on our mm-hmm. circumstances. Yes. Because there's going to be all types of things that we encounter. Yeah. And if we don't have language to deal and to process and to give us perspective about everything that we go through, then we start assigning the language of the world and the reasoning, human reasoning yeah. to things that are spiritual mm-hmm. to and and we start, you know, misrepresenting what's really happening and how yeah. God is is working in our lives. So we like to end with the word of the day, and I know you're super excited to share that word. So. Well, it's interesting because I feel like the conversation has just been yes. weaving that in, us, <laughs> and that word is of, of, O-F. Okay. Lately, I've loved, um, I love small things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like small things mm-hmm. that are so big and so important, you know, that I just, I and, and of, it's such a small word that we pass over that we don't really pay attention to but there is so much in it it is jam-packed and Mm -hmm. I and um I wrote the definition is expressing the relationship between a part and a whole and I love that because um you know we even the cinnamon synonym is of that and it's characterized um by right reference to about from out of uh it's also who uh belonging to i love that belonging yeah and um of all of those things mean that it's of is also uh, a word that can uh, kind of derive or uh inform identity right it talks about origins we've been talking about Mm -hmm. origins and where you're from that was the first question where you're from (laughs) right and it could be like you know, oftentimes people are introduced as so-and-so of specifically Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And, so, and then the of informs, it gives you an idea to who that person is, mm-hmm. right? So now you start to associate, okay, what's Brooklyn? Fast-paced, you know, yeah. heart, you know, it may be like uh, assertive, confident. Mm-hmm. It can be like... Your language, you know, how you dress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all those things kind of become... So of can inform identity, or um, and I I love that thought because uh, as I really tried to unpack that I love that of because remember we said it is a part of a whole of keeps me humble because I know that the best of everything that I am is of God absolutely and so when I think about that I am not this independent being mm-hmm. separate of a higher yeah. anything it keeps me humble and also it 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 gives me we talked about you know the effects of divorce too i was i used to always think about how i was i i had um almost like i felt like i wasn't part of anything yeah right 
And so, or you didn't know where. Yes, yeah. Mom and dad's dad's yes. here. Mom's there. So and 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 I and I knew, but yeah. like you know, you start to yeah. again start to create stories. Yeah. But um, so of gives me always keeps me rooted in where I'm, who I am, right, yeah. and where I come from, and ultimately, I am a. I am from heaven, right? Yeah. I am a citizen of heaven. Yeah. I am a daughter of the king. Mm-hmm. And so that gives me confidence. And um, I was also thinking about visual because I'm a visual person. Like, how would I visualize the word of? And I thought of a seed. Yeah, And I love that because the seed is a part of a whole. But the great thing is that in a seed is another whole. Yeah. Right? And more seeds in it. But where you are from or where you originate from doesn't necessarily mean that's where you're going to stay or the direction that you're that you're going in the origin may inform um who you are it may inform us but it doesn't direct it doesn't mean that that's like where you're going to you can be as uh there can be many seeds in a fruit but but they don't all have to produce the same thing. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. To, right. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Joanne. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. It was, the word of is now my new favorite word. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to read the Bible and the word of in a different context now. Yes. Thank you yes. so much for that. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing your time, your wisdom and all other kinds of things. And as always, there are two sponsors that we like to thank, and that's the Children's Trust and Trinity Church. And don't forget that there are three ways in which you can watch or listen to this podcast. If you like to watch, just follow us on YouTube. If you'd like to listen, just follow us on Apple or Spotify. Remember, this is the Steam Forward Podcast. See you next week. Steam Forward Podcast.